Hey everyone, welcome back to Switchcraft. This is a bonus episode. It is my interview with Adam Nickerson uh, of Nicker Vision. He is the developer behind Ding Dong XL, among other games, but primarily focusing on uh, Ding Dong XL because it's a Nintendo Switch game. Uh, it was a really fun conversation talking to him. He's a super nice guy, and uh, it was really uh, just a fun guy to talk to. So, uh, buckle up and get ready to listen. Without any further ado, here is the interview with Adam of Nickervision. So I am here with Adam Nickerson. Uh, he has made, a, it seems like a bunch of games, but he's he's kind of in the limelight right now because he's made a very, very addictive uh, little time waster. I don't know if you take offense to that, but man, I Not love this game. It just is sucking up all of my time. My my <laughs> wife is playing it. My son is playing it. And uh, why don't you tell people the 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 uh, the elevator pitch for uh, Ding Dong XL? Uh, well, everyone has a few minutes in their life, and Ding Dong XL is perfect for that. It's just uh, a simple game, one button game where you move your uh, ball from the top to the bottom of the screen, back and forth, get a point every time, and just avoid everything except for power-ups and try and survive as long as you can. Fair enough. Um, you've been making games for a while now. It, actually, you really started... What was your first game that you ever made? <laughs> do you really want to know that? I do, sure. <laughs> so uh, the first game I made, it's no longer available. I had to tidy up my image. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. The, the the first game I made, I kid you not, was based on a dream I had where I had made this game in a dream, and that's where the name came from. I dreamt it. And then within a week, I learned to kind of tinker with Unity and use like a framework, and I released a endless runner called fallopian frenzy <laughs> okay you are you are a sperm and you are just going and avoiding condoms and iud's and oh my god kind of like flappy bird <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very funny uh how, how did it do uh it in about three months, had it was just a free-to-play game with ads. Had about fifteen to twenty thousand downloads, and so I got the bug immediately. I was like, "Oh man, you know what? There might be something here." That's awesome. So after Fallopian Frenzy, I love alliteration. By the way, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of that. So the name of it is like that's a plus in my book. And uh, you know, maybe in some years down the road. It'll be used in a health class or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, well, it did have sex tips at the end of it. Oh, boy. All right, I then. Made, I made sure to make it, you know, at least educational. Uh, that's, that's you know, I don't think kids need any help in that department. They. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was next after that? Uh, after that, I made a couple kind of puzzle-ish games called Rabble. It was about, like, shape matching. And then... Uh, and then I really got into the alliteration with uh, Bing Bong was probably the first game that really took off. I think it got like 200,000 downloads and it was just a free to play. I didn't put any ads in it or anything. Did that surprise um, you? It, it really did. Um, just because it was a very straightforward game. Same idea uh, like Ding Dong is almost like a future iteration 
of Bing Bong, and I sound ridiculous saying all the name. All the game names of my games are incredibly stupid. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it, it, similar idea, and and I made it in a series of three minimalist games, and people seem to quite enjoy them. And and suddenly I realized, hey, you know what? It, maybe if I just keep making them as I go, uh, people will keep downloading them. Is that the the three games? Is, are those the XL series? Because I notice a lot of your games have XL at the end. Yeah. So it, the XL stemmed from. Actually, when I really the this one here, Bitblaster XL, was my first Steam game, mm-hmm. um, and it was kind of a test. Uh, whereas I had Bitblaster on mobile, it was probably like my seventh game or something. Um, and I spoke to someone I knew at Valve back from my internet cafe days. I was like, "Propose, what do you think about these small games on Steam?" Because uh, this was right before. Uh, Steam Direct happened, and Greenlight was kind of in its mid-level phase uh, about three years ago or no, so now. And and he's like, hey, well, what the hell? Let's try it. Let's see what happens, right? What's the worst? He's like, as long as you kind of make it palatable to the same audience that would be using Steam. So the XL stemmed from kind of an extra-large version of the game okay. where I just added all the kind of desktop features that you would typically expect, like resolutions, custom controls and uh various little things that don't seem like a big deal to normal games but going from mobile to desktop or just kind of quality life stuff so going from mobile to desktop would you say that that is easier or more difficult than going from desktop to console uh well i guess it really stems or comes down to where I was at in learning. Uh, I actually at one point was working on something for Xbox and it just didn't work out because I couldn't, I'm, I'm self-taught, so I couldn't wrap my head around some of the logic that's required. Uh, it's like, uh, I imagine something I would have just learned, say, had I gone to school for it or something, oh, but okay. I'm seeing this chunk of code where I, I just can't understand it and then it becomes a time frame thing well is this worth my time to figure this out now or do i move on to another thing whereas with the nintendo switch believe it or not it was an absolute breeze and they were very helpful and uh it was much easier than say putting a game on ios really that surprises me just because like there's such a breadth of stuff out there on ios Mm-hmm. You would think that, I mean, I know Nintendo has kind of opened the floodgates, but that's that's a that's almost the opposite of what I would have expected to hear. Yeah, well, I, I think it comes down to Nintendo's just, uh, in a lot of people's eyes, modernizing a lot of things, and and kind of they're making sure that it's easier for people to play more games, um, and it doesn't mean. Uh, necessarily that it's as easy to get your game on Nintendo mm-hmm. as iOS, but to develop for it, I felt oh, a okay. lot more. Uh, I felt a lot more support in, say, the back end uh, than reaching out to an unknown entity that you know isn't going to talk back to you when it comes to Apple or Google, right? Yeah, that that makes sense. I understand what you mean now. So, I mean, it must have been like kind of like a dream come true to get, I know that you, your history with Nintendo is pretty 
uh, extensive all the way yeah. from back when you were a little kid. I, I saw your thread on Twitter, which is actually the whole reason uh, that that I reached out to you is because I was like, oh, wow, this guy really, really likes Nintendo. And I've got a Nintendo show. I should talk to him. So uh, why don't you tell people a little bit about your history with Nintendo? And it'll probably convince some people to check out your game if they haven't already. All right. Well, I uh, honestly, as, as far back as I can remember, I just, I was crazy about video games. Uh, Mario just, it like, blew my mind to another level. I didn't quite understand exactly what was going on when I was playing all my old NES games. Mm -hmm. Um, Mario obviously was simple enough that I could grasp the concept, but I had all sorts of other games that like, I remember playing maniac mansion for God knows how long or a boy in his blob. And it's, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I, you know, um, to, just to be fair, nobody knew what the hell they were doing with a boy <laughs> in his blob. That game was impenetrable. Yeah, you need pen and paper for that one. Uh huh. Um, but it, uh, I, I just had a love for it, and it didn't necessarily seem to be a thing. I, I had a good friend who lived across the street from me. Me and him were crazy about video games, and no one else seemed to be. Uh, anytime we talked about it, we were kind of dorks, um, and then. I I kind of wrap myself in it with, you know, a subscription Nintendo Power. I I wrote a speech about it for my school class and had to perform it in front of the school in grade five, which is just ridiculous. And and reading that now is even more absurd, considering I don't know how I found all those facts because I'm pretty old now, and that was before we had the internet. I don't know where I was discovering these things about Nintendo. Some people say books. I'm not convinced. <laughs> that's that's too funny. So, what was it like when, like, you're you're in talks with Nintendo and they said, "Okay, you can put your game on our system." Did you like? What was your reaction? Well, I it all it all kind of started when uh, some uh, people from over at Kind of Funny and IGN were like. Uh, tweeting scores at each other and about Ding Dong XL and you know trying to beat each other's scores, and then suddenly Greg Miller uh, speaks out and pinged a couple people at Nintendo and said, "We need to get this game on the Switch. It's perfect." For oh, Switch. that's awesome! And then suddenly in my DMs, uh, Kirk Scott, uh, the Nindies guy, was uh, there saying, "Hey." Are you interested in putting your game on Nintendo? And then this office is pretty small, but I'm, I probably did 15 laps around it. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then I responded to him. Otherwise, if I had responded with the energy I had at that point, I don't know what would have happened, <laughs> but it, uh, it was pretty amazing. You probably would have said, Oh yeah. I also, you, you mean fallopian frenzy? Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's yeah. that's too funny. That's that's an amazing story. The fact that they came to you, uh, man, like uh, the the people who like you must have been. Oh, my God. Thank you so much to the people who reached out uh, like yeah. on your behalf. That's amazing. Well, I, I, I did have the pleasure of uh, this happened about a month before GDC this year. So I went to my first GDC and which is, by the way, crazy, crazy expensive. I don't know 
why like game developers aren't rich what are they doing <laughs> it's crazy expensive and so i had to pay through the nose for this thing just to go down there but it was definitely worth it to be able to meet these people meet other developers uh but especially the folks over at ign and kind of funny and jared petty and like even better was i got to meet kirk scott when i was down there and me and Kirk uh, from Nintendo had great discussions about all sorts of things. And he was just, I walked around the show floor with him a bit and seeing the way he interacts and he just knows all these indie games and all these indie developers. And it's just kind of a breath of fresh air seeing someone who has that ability to get these games on Nintendo. He has such a vast knowledge of all the people and the games that are actually being played and what people really want. And so why it, it just kind of makes sense when there's a demand for a thing that there they are reaching out saying, Hey, we'd like to have you too. Cause it doesn't hurt to have more. Right. Well, that's pretty antithetical to what Nintendo was like before yes. uh, though. So I think that that's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so Kirk Scott reached out to you and how much time passed until you released the game? Uh, so that would have probably only been a couple months here. Wow. Uh, I I really like. Wait, so GDC I, I this year? I was excited. Year. Oh yeah, this year. Wow. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, because that yeah. was that was no time at all ago. So Ding Dong XL, my first iteration of it, released June on Steam last year, um, and I released it when I came back from E3 last year. I just go to E3 because I just love it's a childhood dream getting to go to E3 and just kind of wander around. But uh, I released it as kind of a test project on steam. I've been, I love, I love the numbers behind everything and I didn't tell anyone that I was releasing it and just to kind of watch uh, what a organic uh, exposure on steam would do uh, because everyone was saying that you can't do that on steam anymore. Um, you mean anyway, launch so without I, hype? Yes, okay. exactly. I, I just wanted to see what, based on my other games, if they pushed organic exposure to it. And so it did fairly well. And uh, I started working on another game that I have not talked about yet. And and I was fretting over that up to about Christmas, not you know, uh, destroying it, remaking it, destroying it, remaking it. And I'm just not happy. I like my games to kind of be perfectly small and tight and, and it just hasn't gotten there yet. Uh, so I decided to release Ding Dong on mobile. I, and I just decided why not toss it back to mobile, uh, the XL version. And that was January it released to mobile by the mid of February was when the kind of frenzy started around it. And I was suddenly getting downloads uh, going from probably 10 downloads on iOS to 20,000 plus in a week. Wow. Uh, and then March. Yeah, March was GDC. And here we are. That, that's that's a pretty amazing story. So uh, I, I, obviously you can't talk about your other, I mean, unless you want to unveil it right here, but I doubt it. Uh, what, what other games have you made, uh, for that, that you are considering porting to the switch? Uh, well there, you know, I, I have quite a few that I've considered, 
uh, I get a lot of emails from people saying, hey, you should bring this one or you should bring Bitblaster, or, uh, which is funny because I've, I've pitched Bitblaster in the past to multiple consoles as, and, and it's been turned down, but now there's a renewed interest. So it's kind of interesting that way, but uh, it's, it's different because I want to make something, I don't want to just rehash it. Like, let's say if I, if I do release Bitblaster, now's the perfect time for me to kind of relook at it and say, hey, I can improve these aspects of it. I don't know, make it run a little better, look a little better. Uh, but at the same time, I have some sequels to different games that people liked in the works too. And got to make that decision somewhere. It's like, which one am I going to do? Well, while you consider the possibilities of what game you'll bring to the Nintendo Switch next, I'm going to take a quick break and thank our sponsors. Hello, look. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, listen! Uh, you were talking about scores earlier. Um, I'm currently, like, my my Discord channel is doing, like, a tournament for a $5 eShop card on, for your game. Yeah to see who can get the highest score by next week or something. I'm nice. curious, what's your highest score? Um, So I think I have a pretty high score, but it's been put to shame by everyone else who plays the game now, too. So mm-hmm. I got up to 181, if I remember correctly. Wow. Which which I think is pretty, pretty damn high. But uh, there are a couple, like, on, on Steam, uh, I think, Jared Petty probably still has the number one spot, and it was, I think, three oh two. Holy, cow, I can't even imagine that. Like my high score was sixty, and I was like, "Honey, come look, come look!" <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> well, he, he says, uh, "Like that." That's at a point where, you know, I'm I was balancing up to two fifty when I was doing it, and like using, like I'm writing my own custom code to make sure that I can see that it works up to that point. I never would have assumed someone would be cracking 300, but I guess at some point someone's going to do it and that's how it works. I think the internet always surprises developers. Like 
you know, think of an MMO or something, World of Warcraft. They're like, okay, we've got all this yeah. content. People aren't going to finish this for a couple of months. By then, we'll have our next patch out. And then the next week, they're all, all they're like the the crazy uh, people are like, okay, we're all done. Uh, where's yeah. the more stuff? And they're just like, are you kidding me? How? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I myself as a player of games mm -hmm. have specifically been a part of things similar to that <laughs> where you're just like expecting more already but uh, you know they they can only provide us so much well speaking of expecting more are we going to expect any like other like little icons or stuff from uh from your game the little ball that bounces between by the way a funny story yeah. uh i am a bald guy with a beard and glasses oh, yeah. and uh like my Perfect. little my logo is uh for for run jump stomp is this little guy with uh uh yellow yellow in his glasses and yellow stuff coming around him uh and i i was i was looking through the characters <laughs> in the game and i was like what the hell that's me and you know i was quickly corrected but uh i i thought that that was really cool are you going to be adding any more of those later on well it's funny there's actually one in there that no one's found yet Wait, how, oh, how do you do that? Oh, obviously you can't tell me. Oh, man. Is it I, me? <laughs> <laughs> could be anything. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised. As we talk about, people find these things. And so far, hey, maybe, maybe it's too random or it's too obscure. But I think someone will find it eventually. That's and, too uh, interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, I figured why not, but I, I do have a couple other things. Uh, first off, I just have a fix coming out, hopefully very soon. Uh, I'm not, I gotta, you know, learn the process of, uh, the patching behind the scenes, but mm -hmm. I have, uh, a fix coming out for one small bug and then a couple little changes and I've added Japanese translation and, uh, Korean translations um so that'll be coming out very soon and i've been working on uh for the switch version getting the online leaderboards working but as oh, i said okay. it's like it's all i learn as i go so i'm looking at these these scripts that people who know what they're doing have written <laughs> and, and i'm trying to understand how to operate apis and things like that and I don't know what I'm doing. Well, look, guys, if 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 there's anybody out there who can, like is worried about you can't make your own game, this guy taught himself. He figured it all out on his own. Um, any chance of Nintendo characters being a little ball going between, or or is that something that? Uh... <laughs> well, see, I I I said something of the sort to Kirk, uh -huh. uh, but uh, I think I would be buried in time if I were to attempt to uh try and figure out the complicated uh trademarks and copyrights of nintendo and squeeze in between so i just skirted the line by putting kirk scott in it uh, oh, just okay. as a, a kind of uh uh shout out for him being so helpful and and really helping actually dramatically change uh, the nintendo indie scene so I, I noticed on your little Twitter thread there that you work out of your house. Uh, do you have yep. a hard time stopping work? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, 
I'm what people call a workaholic uh, and kind of always have been. I've owned my own businesses since I was 21. And uh, I, I owned and ran an internet cafe and then I ran an IT business and, and now I'm doing games. And, and so I, my brain doesn't turn off when it comes to a lot of those things. And it, it, it can be a struggle at times, but it's just a matter of knowing and trying to teach yourself, even after all these years, uh, you know, this is my office here. When I'm in here, I should be working. Uh, when I'm, you know, the rest of my life is outside these doors and, you know, try not to think about it. Uh, my key is list making. Uh, if I start thinking of things outside of my uh, work time, I write it down. If you write it down and you make these lists, you keep it out of your head and you can analyze it the next morning when you're back in your office. What's at the top of the list right now? Uh, well, there's a million lists. Uh, there's one right now. <laughs> Buy milk. Well, <laughs> the, the two that are at the top are, how has nobody found the secret? Oh, it's killing me. And, uh, the other one is to, is someone pointed out to me that while there's a couple men in the game, I don't have a, a little woman. Oh. uh emoticon and while as embarrassing as it is i hadn't considered that because i actually have a personal connection with the people that i put in the game mm -hmm. um i've been kind of racking my brain over what i could do just to even that out or add a woman to the game because not again not like it matters because it's such a silly little thing in a silly little game but it just uh my girlfriend pointed out to me that why not? It'd be nice. I, you know what? She's got a good point. And, uh, yep. it seems like you've got your, uh, your work cut out for you. Uh, <laughs> what are you excited for? Uh, I'm excited to see everything about the future of the switch and what I can do with that platform. Uh, I would love to bring more small games to the platform because I, I, I see it as a, underserved market and i also see that people uh there's a couple instances of people where they bring a game to the switch and they think that automatically makes it worth you know twenty dollars when it isn't necessarily um yeah a lot of your so, games are really cheap and well yeah, I, I, inexpensive i think should be a better word to use yeah either way like uh, a lot of people are worried to offend when they say that but in all honesty like that they could be a budget title. They could be cheap. I, I'm just happy that people can play the games. Um, and that's why I've had no problem giving out a bundle of keys. You know, I'm allotted a certain amount and everyone should play games. And, and I think my games are fun. And if others do too, that's just a bonus. I, I totally agree that your games are fun. So uh, thank you <laughs> so much for coming on the show. I, I really appreciate it, Adam. No problem. Thank you for having me. It's uh, it, it, it's bizarre being asked to do something like this, but I'm <laughs> I'm I'm more than thrilled. Well, thanks very much. And uh, where can people find all of your stuff? Uh, the best places usually are you can find me on Twitter at Nickervision uh, or Nickervision.com or Discord. Uh, I have a Discord I run. It's 
it's not massive yet, but it's got a section to talk about each of the games. And uh, I don't know. How do you get to it on Discord? I guess it's I just... think it'd be discord.gg slash a bunch of ridiculous things. Actually, you're right. It's discord.gg slash Nickervision. Oh, oh, it must, get you a got a verified one. thing. Okay, that's nice. Yep. Very, very cool. All right, so discord.gg slash Nickervision. That's it. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.